Hi there, it's Kimberly Jones and Catherine Storing. And we are here again for another exciting episode of our Business, Money, and Ministry podcast. And we're so glad that you have made yet another decision to join us and listen in to all of the amazing content that we share with our listeners from week to week. And listen, today is not going to be any different. We have a hot topic for you. And this is, as I normally say, this is going to bless your socks completely off. So, you know, we have an assignment and we consider what we do an assignment. We are both women of faith and we make that uh, no secret. Um, But this is an assignment, us coming together and doing this podcast. And we had a green room conversation again. Right, Catherine? We sure did. It is, it's almost like it gets started on your end before, and then it gets, it's just, it's awesome. It was just amazing. I think our green room conversation this morning, it must've been over an hour, right? We just got to rolling and talking and uh, we never know which way God is going to lead us in our podcast, but he makes it very clear by the end of our green room conversation. And so today we heard him very clearly and we've heard each other very clearly and the fact that we need to talk about next living next level living now next level living now Catherine, take us into this conversation please oh my god oh my god so we started talking about books and songs and things in um passages of scripture that we were sharing with each other and really talking about what God is saying in this season, like for us. And if he's saying it for us and we are mighty women uh, of valor, amazing women, he's saying it for you too, that we need to have a next level. And you know what next level is? Let's just break that down a little bit so they don't, we don't assume because we know yeah. what happens when you, when you assume. <laughs> right. Next level is the level that God sees for you. Yeah. Not where you are right now. Not the basics. Yeah. It's like when you go to Starbucks, you don't get the grande, you get the next size. You want to get, yeah. even when, if I'm really sleepy, I will have a venti. And that is that big old cup, okay, yeah. that, that holds all that amazing chai drink that is delicious. It's that next level that is beyond what you can probably see. And many of us wait until retirement when i retire then right when i have all this money then i'll live next level and god is saying no 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 no. i want you to live at the next level that i created for you and since it is already created i want you to enjoy it right now right now right now and so as we were as we were talking this morning um we we're talking about as you just stated that God is taking us somewhere beyond where we are right now. As we consider that, I think about Jeremiah 29 and 11. And Jeremiah 29 and 11, most of you that are listening may know it, it may not, but let let me read it for you. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. If I look at that in the Amplified, it says to give you hope in your final outcome. Mm. Mm. So what does that say? That says that God is a God of next level 
thinking. Mm, he sure is. <laughs> sure, I love that. I love that so much. That before he put us together in our mother's womb, he had needed, he needed all the steps. This relationship, he, this podcast, before I was born, before you were born, he knew that the business, ministry, and money podcast was the thing. Even when we met, we didn't know about this podcast. And God was like, girls, you don't even know. Yeah. yeah. One day. And you're going to have those pre-game conversations. Yeah, right. That's going to make sense. Because that's how he is. And if he is like that, and we are created in his image, he said, let us, in First Genesis 26, um, Genesis 1, 26, let us make man in our image. So if we are in his image, I love this, and he has the next level thinking, right? we ought to be like our father, then we ought to have next level thinking too. That's right. That's right. I believe that one of the worst enemies um, and, and the thing that comes up against our success more than anything else is stagnant thinking like thinking that keeps you in this cycle. And we talked about that earlier too, this cycle of just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and expecting different results. And being like that little rat on that little turning wheel thing, you know, expending so much energy, but getting nowhere, getting nowhere fast. And so when God says that in Jeremiah 29, 11, about, you know, I know the thoughts I think toward you is to get you to your final outcome. That means God has seen our end from our beginning, and he is trying to show us our end from where we are right now. That's so good. That is so good. And then when you were talking about the rat, and many times we think it might be negative things, but it might not be a negative thing. It might be um, something that you really enjoy doing, but right. it's not giving you what you need. Right. I was talking to someone um, that was uh, going to invite me to an event and they're known for making events. And I said, but when you do your event, you need to make sure that you don't spend as much. So you actually have profits at the end. And yeah. lots of people, unfortunately, in ministry, they love to do events and then it's the, like fundraisers. And at the end, they don't, they barely break, like um, break even because they spend so much, but they continue to that event year after year having the same results when God is saying, okay, I need you to be astute. So you're yeah. doing that event and you're supposed to be a fundraiser and you haven't done that next level thing I told you because you're still doing this level thing. This right. is, that's the issue. We keep doing this level thing where right. we were supposed to graduate a long time ago. Yeah. So there's a, a certain level of mastery. I love that um, example that you just shared. There's a, there's a certain level of mastery that we have to attain where we are right now. So we talk about next level. We're going to go deeper into this, guys. So just, you know, hold on. Um, we, we talk about next level living uh, now. However, there is a level of mastery, like you said, that we have to attain where we are right now in order to be able to make that shift into next level. And so if I know, as you use the example with the event, if I know, and I've done this before, and I know what's going to happen if I handle this level 
this way, that I'm not going to make it to the next, or I'm going to make it to the end of this thing, and I'm going to be frustrated, I'm going to be upset, I'm going to be disappointed, but then I pick up next year and I do the same thing again, but it, it's just all, it's all garbled up because especially us as people of faith, when we say that we call on the name of the Lord and he's our savior and he's all this, and you, you said it well, Genesis 126, created in his image and after his likeness. If God says, I know what your final outcome is and it's a place of hope. And if you're looking at where you're at right now and you're doing the same things, there's no hope there. You need to do something different with where you are right now so that you truly can shift to that next level. I know I said a lot, but this thing right here is burning on the inside of me this morning, Catherine. That is so good. That is so, and that's exactly, this is what you and I have done before many, many times. I remember, um, was a little over, yeah, four years ago with the books. I needed to write books. And I kept saying every year on January 1st, all right, by my birthday this year. And right. then in 20, um, in 2015, I was doing the same thing had zero books. And then I, I, I looked at it. I'm like, Oh my God, I have been here before the, the, I was like the textbooks definition of insanity. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yep. Continue to say the same thing. I had nothing in that year. I said enough, I'm doing something different. Yeah. And I did. And not only did it change my life, but it changed the life of the coach that I work with because even then, and I realized this this week, PK, I've been monetizing for a very long time because that person needed to get online and I needed a book and I didn't have time to go to a retreat. Right. I put his business online. He helped me finish my first book. Wow. I did something different. I didn't help anybody before. Wow. I didn't say you need to do this because there are people like me. And this is, this is, this is the point guys. There are people like you, like PK and I even looking for your next level expertise. Yes. But if you keep playing in the same sandbox, we ain't going to find you. We can even Google you because right. your thing is not even created yet. It's true. It's true. And you know, we get, so it's ridiculous. When you talk about the sandbox, Catherine, you know, it's like being, you know, 30 years old and still playing in the sandbox, stuck in a place that is way beneath and below the level that that you that that you that you have capability in. Like you have capability, your capability is so much greater than the sandbox. That's what I'm trying to say. But because you haven't mastered that, you just get stuck there and you just keep doing the same thing. And there's many reasons why we don't move beyond that. You know, fear, intimidation. Um, just stuff, you know, generational stuff. We've never had an example of anything further than right now. So let, let's just talk about, let's just talk about how do we shift out of this. Say that we are faithful over where we are. Um, we've done what it is that God has told us to do, business, ministry. We're in the beginning stages of creating kingdom wealth because those are our listeners. Those are the categories that our listeners are in. We've mastered that. Now we're ready. We're truly ready to move to next level living now in our finances and our relationship and our business. What do we have to do? What, what do we need to do? What does that mean? Really? That means that we have to do something that we, we have to move. Like we have to move. What, if you keep going to the same store 
and you, I'll give you a perfect example. When we first moved to the United States, um, relatives took us to buy shoes. We needed to buy shoes. So they took us to, they took us to Payless because they were treating. And my mom and I were not used to wearing Payless shoes. So we were very disappointed. We're like, wow, shoes in America are very uncomfortable. That's what we said. <laughs> and we continued to go there because that's where we, we were exposed. Oh. We assumed that that's all there was. Oh. And then we got introduced to other shoes and other stores. And we learned that we had cheap relatives. And, uh, <laughs> and we upgraded because we knew that was better. Wow. But for months, we accepted that, that that was all there was. Okay, so I just got, okay, I hear what you're saying. So one of the things that's very important is exposure, like what we expose ourselves to, yep. and whether or not we take a chance or risk of operating outside of what we're used to. Right, and it right. might not work. It might not work right away. And many people that are listening have tried something. Yeah. And it didn't work. And they say, see, see what happened? I risked, I put myself out there and it didn't work. But did you know, I learned this on, I was speaking last Friday at an event downtown Boston and somebody was saying, do you know who Sir Richard Branson is? Anybody was like, yeah, we know, right? Mm -hmm. He's the founder of Virgin um, Airlines and Virgin Records and Virgin everything. Mm-hmm. And he said, do you know how many times he was shut down by banks? 175 times. I would have quit after probably two, to be honest, or three. But this guy, he went rejection after rejection. And if you look at everybody that's built anything worth anything, I don't know how many times J.K. Rollins was uh, turned down for the Harry Potter saga. So many letters of rejection, but she knew what she was sitting on. Now, if we go back to the verse that you read before, Jeremiah 29, 11, uh-huh. those are expected end. It is an amazing, blessed, fantastic, fabulous end. If we go by what our father said, and he doesn't lie, he cannot lie. He can't. And, and he has an amazing track record, and I'm not where I need to be, then there's greater for me. And I need to keep going. I need to keep showing up until, it, until the view that I have is a view that matches what God says about me. Oh, keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going until there's a, an alignment. Until right. there's an alignment. Oh, my goodness. That is so good. Keep on working at it. Keep on trying. Um, go back and try again. You know, uh, tweak your processes. Get 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 around some people who've already done what you're attempting to do, or who who have already arrived at that place that you're that you're trying to get to. So you, you got you got to keep on. You can, this is not for the faint at heart. This is not for the faint at heart. I often say that many times people say that you know I finished. They didn't really finish. They just quit. And there's a difference between a quit and a finish. And many times we quit at a level that is substandard. This is not all that there is for you, for those of you who are listening. Your business, there's a next level for your business. There's a next level for your finances. There's a next level for your relationships. There's a, there's a next level. And if you uh, stay where you are and become complacent, 
you will say, you know, I'm finished. This is the pinnacle. And God will be like, you just went just a, a half a mile up the, the side of the mountain. This is nowhere near where I want to take you. Right. And it's funny how you were talking. It reminded me of Joseph could have said when he made it to Potiphar's house, this is the highest level I'm going to make it because he was, he was bowling there. He was doing well. He was in charge of everything. And God, just mm. now we have the hindsight, right? We have the Bible. So we know his story. Right. But if we are Joseph for a moment and we know where he's been, who he used to be in his house, they were rich. Right. Jacob had it like that. Right. So he had been exposed to great. And all of a sudden he is above all these things, taking care of things and down the line. Just a few years later, mm -hmm. he was going to be the second in command of an entire country. Right. And right. I feel that, and I feel that so strongly for you and for me, everybody else watching, that that's the level that God has for us. Oh, yeah. We Absolutely. are managing a convenience store, and God's like, honey, you're going to own the chain. Exactly. Exactly. So much more. So much more. And so we have to, we have to see, even though we may be in the convenience store right now, it's okay. It's a process. Joseph had to go through the process, right? The pit, the palace, prison. And then he found himself second in command. Um, but there was a process. And many times we, you know, we wink at the process and we get frustrated with the process. And, you know, we want to stop. But that is the very thing that the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to stop. He wants us to think that greatness is for everybody else. He wants us to think that, you know, we, we should be grateful just for the mere fact that we have this level of success. But if we serve a God who owns heaven and earth and everything in it, where's the limitations? What, what, where do we stop? I don't think we ever stop, to be quite honest. I don't think we stop. We don't stop, especially when he gave us dominion here. So if we are to be like our father and he's generous and the owner of everything and he gives out of his riches mm -hmm. and we got to be like him, in order for us to give from our riches, we need to be rich. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There are so many people that need and we can be that. We can be that provider for a lot of people that need a helping hand. I yes. believe that we are so gifted to who much, much is given, much is required of, right? Mm -hmm. So right. if we are this gifted, and we are, we need to leverage those gifts. Right. We have to. I was thinking today, I'm going to go live later on Instagram and talk about this. Many people uh, act with their gifts like if they bought a car, and they drive that car to work, but they walk to church. They have a car, it's perfectly fine, and they drive it to work. And then when it comes to church, they walk because they're only using that car for one thing, when that car was created for so much more, to go to church, to go to the store, to go to the bank, to go to the theater. Right. Our gifts are the same way. They're not just to be used in the church, which is mm. beautiful. It's amazing, I love it. That's good. All our anointing is, is grounded. It, mm -hmm. it, it's able to go to the White House. It's able to go to the nations. It's able to go to the synagogues. It can go anywhere because it's well-rounded. Wow. That's good. No limits, no boundaries. That's what I heard. No limits, no boundaries. 
um, our gift can exceed the barriers that our natural minds have built up. And, you know, I'm, the way that our minds are made, I love the brain. I, I'm always studying it. I'm always reading about it. But the way that our brains are, are made and structured is that our brain always leads us to go back to a place that's most comfortable and that's non-threatening. And so when we talk about next level living uh, now, it is so associated with next level thinking now. So what do we have to do? We have to retrain our brain because we can tell it what to do. Right. We retrain our brain to think outside of where we are right now. And those pathways that are in our brain will begin to change. It's called neuroplasticity. Our brain begins to change. And now our thinking changes and we see ourselves with the whole chain outside of the sandbox. You know, when God spoke to um, Abram, he was Abram, and God says, you know, I'm going to make you the father of nations, right? And he tells him to look up into the sky, and he says, as many stars as you see in the sky, he gives them the example at one point, look at the, sea, uh, the sands on the seashore, as many uh, pieces of sand that you see, that's how great your sea is going to be. <laughs> He had to think beyond where he was at that point to know that there is more to me. Old and age. <laughs> and zero kids. How do you zero kids. zero kids to infinity? Now, how long has Abraham been dead and people are still talking and we are part of that scene? We're part of that. And he had nothing. Oh my God, that is so good. He had nothing. He had to change his mind about what was possible. So I was talking to my daddy this morning and that's what I call him, my father, my heavenly father. And I'm talking about the next house that I'm going to have. And you know, everybody always has, when you talk to a realtor, they always ask you, so what do you want? You want ranch style? Do you want two floor? You want garden style? How many bedrooms you want? And when I was talking to him, I'm like, okay, you know what I need? But I'm going to talk to you, daughter to father. And there are some features that are extravagant. Mm -hmm. And those are features that I'm going to ask you about. I'm not going to ask the realtor. I'm not going to ask anybody else. I'm going to tell you. Secretly, I'm going to tell you. And I allow myself to be extravagant. It didn't cost me anything other than to be brave enough to say the words and mm -hmm. think outside of what I would want yeah we need and be extravagant with my father and i think sometimes we think it's gonna cost us something if we tell him we want beyond what we can see now because we let me just tell you this we don't deserve anything that we get come on <laughs> so if we don't deserve it and he's gonna give it to me anyway by grace then i might as well Ask him for the extravagant features that I want. I may not need them, but there is a desire of mine. I'm going to tell my father that I can do something about it. Wow. So I'm thinking that next level house right now and telling the one person that can do something about it so he can give me the ingenious ideas and programs that I can put in place so I can talk to the people that, can, that are making six figures, seven figures and beyond. So when I tell them my pricing structure, they're like, sure. Right. Do you want it as a wire? Do you want a credit card? Right. How, do you, how do you want right. it? 
And we got to see ourselves like that. We got to see ourselves like that. We got to think outside of the box and outside of the norm. We have to ask for the features of life, the features of life that we want. We got to see ourselves there. And when we see ourselves there, then our actions follow. That's another attribute of our thinking that our mind does not know the difference between a real event and our imagination. So that's why you can think about something really scary or frightening and all of a sudden your heart start to beat really fast because your mind doesn't know the difference. Can you, can you imagine if we would use what God gave us, our mind, our brain, in order to go to that next level or obtain that next level thinking and living now? Really, honestly, there are no limits and no boundaries for us. I'm just, this conversation today is amazing. <laughs> it's like that movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper. I don't know if you saw it, where he took that blue pill and his brain expanded and then he mm. can look at data and numbers and, and create wow. solutions. That movie is, it's all his brain. I'm going to check that out. You have to, it's not magic or anything. It's just the pill enable like another feature in uh -huh. his brain. Uh -huh. He just became super brilliant. Wow. We have that blue pill. We do. <laughs> we have it. But we need to change. It's the one thing that you said the word exposure, which I love. And um, somebody else said the other day, and, and the mentors that I have, and many of them I haven't met yet, but I have read them. Yes. Yes. You need to put yourself in a place. And it, I love one of the things that I love, even as a child, and here, they're really fancy pants. We have amazing, beautiful libraries here. Many. We have choices of libraries so can you spend a day with your favorite people okay. like you can grab all your favorites and sit in a corner where no one is gonna bother you because it's supposed to be quiet That's good. and sit with the greats and look at their lives like read their biographies what right. do they travel what do they ate right. how do they live their lives like we are so busy doing that we're not spending time with the one that can give us the witty ideas and inventions. It's true. We're not going for walks. We're not journaling. We're not sitting and just contemplating today. Instead of driving to pick up my niece, which I usually do, it's just around the corner. I walk to her school, just looking at the day. Right. And then I got there early. I sat on the steps and I just sat. Right. We, I we, got a brilliant idea doing that. Right, right. I was telling you about some ideas that God gave me last week just because I, I sat still. I just, I just stopped. I just stopped for a minute. And, and he'll do that if we give him an opportunity to. You know, you talk about, you know, the exposure and we have the opportunity. Many times we're like, well, I don't know this person and I'm not in that circle. And my name is it. Like you said, you can get into a book and it'll take you into the greatest circles you've ever been in and expand your thinking and expand your, your ability to be able to think in that next level. Just like um, I'm thinking about finances, because we're talking about next level living now as it pertains to finances as well. So many people who, maybe you grew up in poverty, maybe that's somebody that's listening, and you grew up in poverty. Well, many times people who grow up in poverty and have that poverty mindset they have this attitude of, 
I didn't have it then, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get it now. I'm every time I want something, I'm gonna get it. I'm not gonna let my children go without anything because I didn't have it. Do you know that's still poverty mentality? Mm-hmm. And that is not next level thinking. Because if you really want to get out of that place and create generational wealth, then you understand that you have to make different decisions. And just because you have it, it doesn't mean you need to spend it. We were talking about that a little bit in the green room as well, about handling your finances um, according to next level, where you're going. Where are you going? Treat your finances that you have right now based on where you know you want to go and where God has taken you. Show him, show him that he can trust you with more. He's a God of order and he'll trust you. Trust me, you're like, Catherine, you don't know where I am. It doesn't matter where you are. You can, you can invest like a millionaire, you know that, right? There are so many things that you can do. Read, there's so many books, so many documentaries. Look at your investing, look at your, uh, at your, at your budget. Look at your, look, know what they say. People can tell what you love based on your uh, bank statement. So are you in love with, I was going to say a name, but I won't say it because one day they will listen. They'll bring us in to talk. But you know that place that has the amazing chicken sandwiches. If you go in there all the time, you're not building. Right. Make your own chicken sandwich at home. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, I was listening. I can't remember because I I do a lot of reading and a lot of next level listening (laughs) to next level people. And they made a a comment that most millionaires, most millionaires don't live like, you would never be able to tell that they're millionaires. And most millionaires don't have credit cards. They don't, they don't, they don't, if they don't have it, they don't spend it. You see how contrary that is to um, your societal thinking when you, you know, people want, they want to accumulate more credit, more no, but I want to be wealthy enough and have enough resources. I don't need any credit. Everything I need, I, that's next level thinking. Yes. And you don't flaunt it. If you notice, millionaires that are lasting millionaires that will leave for generations, they're not yeah. flaunting their wealth either. You cannot even tell. Now, right. they live well. They right. drive nice enough cars, right. but they're not flexing. Right. They have all this next level jewelry and, and, and going on vacation every five minutes. There's something about this is the revelation that I received today. If you have the need to go on vacation like every month, every other month, you're yeah. escaping your reality. Yeah. <laughs> what wow. if your life was a vacation where you enjoy where you live? Because you're paying for it. You don't have to go away anymore because your reality is pleasant enough. And I'm not saying anything bad against vacations. I love vacations too. But a vacation that is paid for, that is in alignment with your, with your goals and your future desires, then that's a vacation worth taking when it works for your life. Wow. That, that's just incredible. You're, you're right. I never heard of that before, but that makes a lot of sense. Escaping your reality. I just got that on my walk today, on my, on my, my walk with my daddy today. He just showed me whenever people want to get away, there's something that they're escaping. But then when they come back, it's going to be right there. It's like that saying, wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. I learned that one. I learned that lesson quickly. <laughs> like, I'm running because all you're running from is yourself. 
Right. And you keep on showing up. That's what the, the Lord told me. When I was complaining about it being everybody else, he said, well, you, you what's the common denominator? You show up everywhere you run. <laughs> you bring it. You bring the drama. And that's the thing. Right. You bring it. You might be listening right now. You're like, Catherine, I have it like that. Why can I just spend it like that? You're limiting, you're limiting the level. Just think about Joseph. Joseph was put over so much because he was faithful. He, was, he could be trusted. He was a great administrator. Like he was known for his administration skills. Let me ask you this very hard question right now. Nobody else is going to hear about you, wherever you are. Are you a good administrator? Hmm. Are people willing to trust you with things to be managed? Only you know that answer. And if you, if you think people are paying attention, they are. If people are paying attention, you better believe God has been paying attention. He's hmm. not going to increase your barns until he knows that you're managing the ones that he already gave you. Wow. Wow. So it's a, this is a good podcast to encourage uh, self-reflection, just some introspection too about, you know, where you are as coaches, you know, both of us are coaches and we're always asking really, really thought provoking questions to our clients. And, you know, one of the questions that I always pose is, are you willing to be where you are right now for the rest of your life? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Are you willing? And then the one, and the, the question to follow that is if you're not willing, then what are you willing to do to ensure that you are not where you are right now for the rest of your life? That's so good. That's so good. And that just means changes. That just means investing in the right things. Yeah. Investing. There, there's nothing that you can build if you don't invest. There's got to be some investment. There has to be an investment. And PK, I know, has, and I have invested a lot in this, this instrument that I'm pointing is my head. I'm pointing to this instrument. We have invested tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah in training, masterminds, uh, books that we have bought, events yeah. that we have attended, because we know that there are people that, I mean, we're very smart women, but there are people that ha are, have been at, at other levels faster for longer than we have. Right. And we believe in shortcuts. I know PK is not an island girl, but I know she likes some shortcuts. <laughs> yes. We island people, we love shortcuts. And the fastest way to get somewhere is asking someone that's already been there. Oh, that's good. That's really good. So we got, we, we can't be, um, this whole next level living now, there's no room for pride. There's no, there, there's no room for pride. Ooh, that's a good one right there. You got to ask somebody so that you don't end up wasting time. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's what, it, it's what's going to, it's the game changer. It's what's going to make the difference between whether you succeed or not is if you're willing to allow yourself to go there, you got to see it. You got to see it. Uh, you got to say it before you see it. Right. And then you got to see it before you see it. Love it.
You got to see it before you see it. You got to say it before you see it. And that just means next level, next level living. I love the whole process of visualization. I take my clients through that lots of times. And I ask them, what do you see there? What do you see in your next level relationship? You want next level relationships? I mean, we talked about business. We talked about finances. You want next level relationships? What does that look like? What do you deserve? You know, for those of you that, that might be single and you're believing, you know, for your mate, what does that look like? Not only what does that person look like, because that's what a lot of people do. Well, I want him or her like this, this, this. But what do you look like with that person? Right. And what is it going to require of you right now to get there? Right, right. And then it has to be a kingdom purpose because he has to be, even the, especially the relationship has to be next level. It cannot just be, we're going to hold hands and be lovey-dovey. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for that. How, what are we going to build in the kingdom? How are we going to build wealth together? How are we going to enable other people, other people's ministries with our own, when we combine our gifts? That's what I'm about. It's not like, are we compatible? Well, are we compatible in the kingdom? Are we building things together? Can we, can we collaborate and build something that hasn't been done before? Yes. And I mean, that's what I love about one of the many things that I love about you and Apostle is that you are a next level kingdom couple. Like you guys get together. When you guys preach together, it's like, hold on to the, to, to the building because these walls are about to shake. <laughs> you guys go in together and it's like, where does one end? Where does the other one begin? Uh-huh. And you, okay. it, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to see, but you could easily have been hung up on, oh my God, and, and this and that or the other. You just were looking at who is this man? And he, he was definitely, obviously looking at that. Okay, can I build something with this woman? Yeah, yeah. Was we were both. It was not about the looks, which of course he helps, but it was beyond that. Yeah. Yes, she's attractive. Yes, she can preach, but can she pray for me when nobody's there? Can she support me? Can she be submissive? I mean, those are traits that people don't want to talk about, but are such a part of building a kingdom relationship. It's true. It's true. You got to look beyond. I had, when I, when I was um, believing God for, um, we're talking about relationships now. When I was believing God for uh, my husband to find me, um, my criteria was totally different than when I was just out there, you know, when I was just out there dating or whatever, uh, it was totally different. So, you know, the physical attributes and all of that, that, I mean, of course he's a cutie pie and I, I love, he's a good looking man. Um, but that wasn't at the top of my list. That was one of the perks because I asked God for a man of God, uh, who would know the word, who would, who would help me to mature and nurture me who would be a good father to my, to my nine-year-old daughter then. And, and guess what? He did all of that and then some, but it was next level thinking and next level living that helped to accommodate and facilitate all of that. I believe that. I, I'm good. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Right, but even look, having the eyes to see what was going to be built. Yeah. And all the years you guys have been in ministry, you had to see it before it was done to say, this is something I want to build with this man and I can bring something to the table that will enable that to happen. But you have to see yourself at that level. Yeah. But not only for him to see it, because he saw it. 
you needed to see it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, this is it. And so this next level living now, it impacts every area of our lives. For those of you who are listening, you know, we've been called to the, this business, uh, ministry and money, a community. Uh, we've been given a message for those individuals who know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has called you to be that next level entrepreneur. Uh, you might also be that next level ministry individual. And when it all comes together, you know, God is putting, as we always say, kingdom wealth in your hands. But let me tell you, um, the Bible talks about God taking us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. There is no next level if there is no next level living and next level thinking. And so that's what this conversation has been about today. It's been about really shaking you up. I hope it has. I hope it has done that. Shaking you up and kind of allow the light bulb to come on and say, wait a minute, there is yet more for me. I love that. Yeah, it's definitely being a pattern interrupter because we're, we're talking to people that are successful already, are established already, but please don't feel that you have arrived, even if you're doing really awesomely already. That is, like PK just said, yet another level. There are more things to create, and sometimes you need help with the vision. Sometimes you need someone that can push that out of you and, and, and remind you of what has been the positive on the inside of you. And I just love how we have been put together, called together and separately to help these people today and help you see what God has deposited on the inside of you. Again, we have done it for ourselves. We're doing it for our clients. We are really committed to helping people have that, that next level living now because we have today promised. Right. We have every plan to live until I'm 80. I don't know that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I, 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 I got to do, th- I, I do what I could do now. Right. Right. And, and in, a, in a sense, you know, we need to be taking care of that 80-year-old version of ourselves if we plan on living till then, right? Right. And I want her to be healthy and vibrant and, you know, uh, unhindered by anything, you know, able to do whatever she wants to do. Now, she might be doing it a little bit slower. I don't know, but <laughs> right. I want her to be out there doing what she wants to do. Right, right. I, I just know that there's something happening in the atmosphere. God is doing a new thing and there are great things happening. And we just don't want you to be left behind. We don't want you to see us living our best life and you're wondering what happened. How, how did I end up here? There's so much more available for you now. Um, reach out to us, connect with us, um, check what we're doing. We're doing some big things are coming up. Keep looking and listening to the podcast. Um, it comes out every Friday morning. So make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss the podcast because I'm telling you, these conversations are life-changing. They are changing our lives as we come together. I love how you call it the green room. And we are having the most amazing time connecting and hearing God and, and seeing what he's doing and sharing it with you because is changing our lives and we know we know that it's changing your life as well yeah yeah absolutely and Catherine I love the fact that I get to have these conversations with you 
and um, we get to pick each other's brains as we're presenting this amazing content to those who are listening to us. And please, as Catherine stated, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat because I'm telling you, it's just going to get better and better. And uh, if you are, are, are not uh, telling somebody about it, then what's wrong? What's the matter? You gotta be sharing this good stuff. Uh, tell a friend about what's happening uh, with Catherine Storin and myself, uh, Kimberly Jones on the Business uh, Ministry and Money podcast. And we're looking forward to more conversations. Tune in and connect with us on, um, on next week for another amazing episode. We'll see you then.